Welcome to Postscript. I'm Christina Ziders. And I'm Tom Downing. And we are starting our Miss Scarlet and the Duke Marathon today, Miss Scarlet Summer, with season one, episode one. And I have never watched this show before, so this is all new to me. But Christina has watched the show I've up until what I've is, watched all of it until uh, well, well, all that's three, available so all, far. Yeah, all that's available so far. W- they did not early release season four. I have no idea what's coming. No, no. but I assume <laughs> I, hopefully, hopefully they will continue the show. So. <laughs> this is the first time that we're covering a show that's only available on Passport right now. So um, if you want to know more about Passport and you're in the WITF area, go to WITF.org. No, just slash post, not postscript. Oh my God, passport. Too many P words. And uh, you can learn about it there and learn about how you can become a member to watch. Otherwise, you can go to pbs.org slash passport, probably. I'm guessing that's what it is. Just do a search for PBS passport and you'll find it. (laughs) But you can sign up. You can become a member for as little as $5 a month or $60 a year. And then you have access to a lot of masterpiece shows, lots of dramas, and even some stuff that's not PBS specific. So, yeah. And as you're watching along with us, if you have thoughts or we say something wrong on the show, please email us at ps at witf.org. Or you can message us on Facebook at WITF.org or Instagram at WITF.org. That's my job to know all those That's, things. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> Thank you. I, You're welcome. Is, very impressive. Right? I, so um, I guess we can just start to get into it if yeah. you're ready to get into it. So uh, we, they set the mood at the beginning of this episode. It's very dark and wet and grungy and dirty and kind of gross. I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the atmosphere. The, 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 the show is on point for like the, the, the aesthetic appeal for the, this. This it's, like it's, mood setting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's very it's, good. They do it visually very well. Uh, we meet Eliza as she's paying a boy for a tip off. <laughs> and there's so she's going into this like alley, I guess. And there's dirty fabric hung up kind of like walls. There's fires burning all around. And we see a woman who's lying motionless on the ground. I assumed she was dead the first time I watched. So did Eliza. (laughs) Eliza did too. So she pulls out her instrument. She's getting ready. We should probably talk about spoilers right now because like like if you haven't watched the show, um, we're probably going to get into some spoilers. We're going to talk about what happens. So uh, just be warned. And we'll probably have to say this at the beginning of every episode. But uh, maybe Tom will probably remember. I will not. Yeah. So anyway, that's your job. The, the person is not dead. Um, no, so. the, the person is not dead. No. Uh, but she did lose an eye, a glass eye, I assume. Previously, sometime. Yes, at some point in, in, in the process of falling to the ground unconscious. But well, she probably took it out when she was sleeping. If, if that was or well, unconscious. She was unconscious. She was unconscious. She was she was drunk. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and so. uh yeah, so the woman wakes up. She's not happy about this. There's no. just this woman leering over her. Probably has like sharp objects in her hand. I wasn't paying attention. She was going to going to inspect but the I body. But I think she was she yeah, she was going to do some inspection. The lady's mad. She gets yeah. into a, a little tussle. Yep. With Miss Scarlet and, and it was really quick when I saw this. It was I didn't quick. I didn't know exactly what happened. Did she like run into like a board or she knocked herself out oh, somehow? I the drunk lady? Yeah. Like, well obviously the drunk lady, because Eliza yeah, gets Eliza away. was fine. <laughs> that was a dumb question. We, we, we did we did skip over the fact that, that, that there was a point where Eliza took okay. the glass eye and I, oh, slipped, I, it, slipped it, it into her well, her, her, yeah. uh, her sleeve. Her, so she sleeved There's nothing it. up your sleeves. Well, Eliza did have she always uh, has a something glass up eye. Her sleeves. Up her sleeve. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't really see exactly how um, she got uh, the the drunk uh, one eyed woman knocked herself got out. Got knocked out again. Yeah. 
But Eliza okay. was able to vacate. She, was, got, she got away and she told the boy that she wanted dead next time. Yeah. Uh, check for a pulse, which 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 kinda, is really morbid, and it does, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but, but it, it tells us as the audience that, that that she's looking for these because she's she's she has an interest in in, uh, in finding out, understanding why people die, and it kind of yes. like it's it's these little it's nuggets a little of little uh, clue as to what is to come. Exactly, yeah. It sets the stage. <laughs> so that, she does manage to get away, though. Yes. And uh, when she returns home, oh, but they oh no, go ahead. Well, well, well have, before you, we even get home, we yes. get like the amazing intro sequence. Oh right! Yeah, oh I, yes, I, I, I forgot. I, yes, so the intro sequence reminds me a lot of the Netflix Marvel series that yeah. they did several years ago. At this point, uh, Daredevil was the one that popped into my head. It's lots of close-ups, close-ups, very like very intricate. Over this amazing music. Yeah, the music is really good. Uh, the audience doesn't know, but at WITF, I do graphics and animation. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really love. You were good, paying attention. I, I love a good intro sequence. I'm like, that is it is is excellent. It just it, it tells you a little bit about like what's to come or the feel of the story. Yeah. And as I've only seen the first two episodes at this point, when right. you're listening to this, and so. So, like, some of the elements that are in epi- the episode one Later and two episodes, actually yeah. show up in the intro. So it's kind of like a little bit of a hint. Like yeah, a, like I a, never noticed that before. But the second time, well, I guess third time I watched yeah. episode two, um, I noticed that there were little segments of episode two in the open. I was like, oh, they did that for the whole season, I bet. Yeah, very <laughs> deliberate. I, I love how deliberate the show it's is. Very, very cool. So after no. the intro. After the intro, now, then now. we're at home. Yes. Then we're at home, and home is very different from the streets. It's clean. It's bright. It looks proper. Yes. And uh, Eliza arrives home. Obviously, it's very early in the morning, and she's been out all night. She's disheveled. She's a little bit injured. She's kind of like feeling her shoulder, because her, she, um, she tussled, tussled with the the one eyed drunken lady, right? And uh, her housekeeper, um, Ivy, tells her that I think it was Ivy that t- tells her that Mister and Missus Parker are there to speak with her. Yes. And, there, and there, her father. And there are two attendants at her house. It's Ivy and Kitty. Kitty. Okay. I so, could yeah. not remember the second's name. I wrote it. I, I wrote okay. it down. Okay. So Thank, you. Like, so, Thank but, you. But Ivy is the older of the two. She seems <laughs> to be the one who's more like the matron of the house and like yes. maintaining, you know, everything. And then mm-hmm. Kitty is more of like the, the gopher in this case. The gopher. That's yes. a good way to, yes, yeah. because she runs the errands and brings yes. the stuff back. Uh, so Mr. and Mrs. Parker are there to speak with uh, Eliza and her father. Uh, and obviously, they're there to uh, for a proposal like well yeah I, it's it feels very obvious to me it, it, but maybe it's not so obvious to everyone else it, it wasn't obvious to me at first and when they first were introduced as mr and mrs parker i thought that they were like a couple and then oh. I, I was like wait, their their ages were way different right. so obviously it's a mother and a son and then yes. that's where like everything kind of like fits into place where oh this is a, uh, a yes a, a, proposal lineup well mr parker is sitting very uncomfortably he doesn't want to be there it's yeah. clear that he's like I don't want to be doing this. Like, this is all my mother's idea, basically. Um, so Mrs. Parker, we got kind of a glimpse into the era with through Mrs. Parker's eyes. So she is surprised that Eliza was out for an early morning walk. <laughs> Very unproper <laughs> Which was for a lie. lady. Very which, improper for a lady. Which we can talk about a little bit. You're probably about yeah, ready to get well, into that. Yeah, we, well, we will get to that because she's saying that London's dangerous, the crime, the filth, the general miasma of loose morality. I Ooh, loved that miasma, line. The, the bad air, <laughs> the bad air moving around uh, yeah. the people, yep. And which, then she goes, and those contraptions. And Rupert's like, bicycles? 
Yeah. Bicycles, you mean? And she's like, yes, bicycles. Ladies riding on bikes, very scandalous. Yes. So, like, we're getting a, a little glimpse into the Victorian era where, like, women are starting to have a little bit of... Uh, independence. I mean, we noticed later on in the episode, Eliza's dresses have pockets in them. I mean, that's I exciting. did not notice that. <laughs> I noticed For the it. record, I did not notice that. I noticed it. And is, I shared that with yes, you. Yes, you did. And it, now yeah. I, that is, <laughs> I, I can definitely see that throughout. And But yeah, the bicycles, man, it was scandalous. These women, like, so it's common for women to ride side saddle yes. on a horse. That was the proper way. But you have to ride a bicycle astride. You, you cannot sit side saddle on a bicycle and actually pedal. Yeah. So, yeah, I so thought So the chastity was, of, of ladies is that, is that question oh, here for yeah. bicycles. Oh, so, like, yeah. Oh, scandalous, know. scandalous yes. stuff. Like, what are they going to do next? Like, date people? Yeah. <laughs> Agency, uh, uh, just the, the fact that it, this is a theme throughout the entire series, and I, I, I really appreciate that because in the Victorian time, like, the, the men, throughout this entire series, men yeah. are very condescending oh, and just very generally just dismissive of women and yeah. this show is kind of uh, pushing back against that pretty hard yeah. um, as it should. Yeah and Mrs. Parker is like an old school lady so she makes the comment that ladies should be ladies yeah. and Eliza's just like oh I agree and she pours the tea and the false eye falls out Yo, so we her, see. Her sleeve. <laughs> yeah that was that was, the, that, that was perfect timing. So, so yeah we see kind of this like <laughs> dynamic of the past old which school. is Mrs. Parker and the future, which is Eliza wants to change the world. Yeah. And so. Mrs. Parker, what she's wearing uh, oh, is, yeah. is like, uh, it's either like a hat or a hairstyle. It's like a, it's I, like a like boxy. A very intense bonnet. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. intense bonnet. That's a good one. Very dark, very intense bonnet. Very stern. Like It has know. like a strap that goes oh, under yeah. her chin. Yeah. Like it's, very, very, it's not flattering to her face. No, but it is very symbolic of her as a character. Being strapped she is in and in contained. And yeah. Just, just con- yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did that to make her seem a little bit dated yeah so that definitely felt like a dated outfit although i don't know that much about victorian era fashion so i can't say for sure that it's from i am completely out of my element with that so (laughs) i I will defer to you uh 100 because i have no knowledge of of fashion in in general so apologies listeners uh i'm not gonna be able to bring much to the table on that but i will say like from a design perspective like everything is so deliberate with this show Mm -hmm. i would not be surprised if like the the, the costumes are i think they're making her old (laughs) check very much much successful. Uh, so after the Parkers leave, probably because the false eye fell out of Eliza's <laughs> sleeve, uh, Ivy reprimands Eliza for trying to prove herself to her dad because Eliza wants to, this is how we find out, Eliza wants to work for her dad, who's a private investigator. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also find out that all the bills are overdue. Yes. Which is, it felt like relatable content to me. <laughs> Because Kitty was out going, like doing the gopher work, trying right. to find things. To, and she came supplies. back and said, no one will sell us anything. Yeah. Right. So here's the problem for this episode. Yeah, Her yeah. father's missing. Yeah, so at, the, at the moment, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the quest is to find Henry. Yes. Her father. And uh, she tries to, she kind of tries to do this on her own by asking people, like, have you seen my dad? Have you seen my dad? And nobody's. She walks, she walks by that creepy, like, mortician guy. Oh, yeah. Is. He's like, business is great right now. I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it, that place is, like, right across the street from the detective it's, agency. Yeah, she it's goes real to. close to yeah. her, her dad's, dad's office. office. Yeah. yeah. Um, she can't find him. So she goes to visit her friend William at the police station. So this is how we meet William, who is the Duke. 
which isn't really established in this episode. I, I still don't know why he's called the Duke. <laughs> at this point, so uh, it is Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Uh, yeah. So we'll get that. I, I, I'm told in a future episode. It, it, yeah, we will get the story at we'll some point, out. and I can't remember exactly when. Uh, so she goes to visit William, and she's told that he's in it. He's like, "Tell her I'm in a meeting." And the officer that comes in is like Frank, I believe. Frank, okay. Frank is like, she said you'd say that. I think she's overheard this whole conversation. Oh, she has. Because she she was right outside, like right around the corner, off camera. So we as viewers had no idea that she was right there. But it was a really nice little moment of levity, right? And then she just busts in. So this sets up like their entire relationship whereas he's frustrated by her but cares about her and she's just really annoying to him yes and we find out that they're and they're, she uses him a lot she does she does and they're 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 like childhood friends in they a way. are like they, yeah, they knew they each other when they were younger friends we find that out at the funeral later yeah. um, but they, they obviously they know each other very yes. well she just pushes her way into the office and she says, like, my dad's missing. We don't have anything. She's He's in charge of the accounts. At first he thinks she's concerned, but really yeah. he's like, oh, so this is about money. I think it's money and concern. Um, and she's kind of like making herself at home in his office and looking through his cases and yeah. asking him about it. And he tries to like tell her he's busy and get her out of the office. But she notices a photo of a murdered man who has syphilis rashes on his feet. And she says it's probably the wife. And William obviously hasn't considered that the wife is the, the perpetrator for this murder. And then Eliza leaves. Like, Eliza just, quickly like, sizes up my, the situation. That's my exit. Goodbye. Yes. Yeah. Um, when she returns home, unfortunately, Henry is found, but he's also lost. Uh, a doctor, Edwards, has brought him home. He's on the... Uh, Henry's on the couch. Eliza thinks he's drunk because he's picked up quite a drinking habit. Yes. And, After uh, uh, his wife's death. Right. His wife died many, many years yeah, before. But, but he, has, he, uh, he has started drinking since then. And uh, Dr. Edwards says, no, your dad had cardiac arrest. He's he's dead. At the funeral, William tries to consult Eliza, says that she's not alone. And it's interesting that you had such a different take on this because you're like, he's standing there. He's, he's she's right, literally he's right there. not alone. And I'm like, oh, but. Like, she doesn't have anyone to provide for her now because she's a woman. She's, yeah, she's. So she's alone in that she doesn't have money. She can't, she doesn't have property. She has nothing. And he actually reaches out and, like, like touches her face. Yeah, like, like no, moment, I'm right like, here. right here. And, right here. But she's, her focus is I liked, elsewhere. I liked that you had that because I had never thought about that aspect of the conversation because I was just lost in Eliza's world. Uh <laughs> Anyways, he William kind of says, like, listen, your dad was a mentor and a friend, so we know that he's known her dad for a very long time. They had a very close relationship. He knows how much Henry missed his wife. Mm. He's like, maybe it would bring you some comfort to think of them as reunited. Yeah. And Eliza Yeah. And Eliza's just like, but I missed her just as much as he did. So there's this like, you know, grief, grief is messy. And I feel like this is their way of showing just the unfinished business she had with her dad and, and all of that stuff. supports how analytical she is. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, she, she's very logical. Yes. Maybe that's why I like her so much, because I'm, I'm too emotional. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> um, anyways, when she gets home from the funeral, a man is at her house looking for her dad. And he's angry that Henry didn't show up for the appointment that they had set off set up the day before, because he was dead. Yes. But he doesn't know this yet. And Eliza analytical mind that she has sees this as an opportunity 
to pay some debts and, uh, you know, also, I mean, get a little bit of experience in the process, but mostly the money thing. Like, she needs to pay the debts so that they can buy more food and so they don't starve and so that she can afford the house and all of that stuff. So (laughs) she lies. She says, oh, my dad's out on a very important case. Leave me the message and I'll be sure to pass it along to him. And so we learn that this man is Mr. Alfred Winters and he's ill and he's looking for his niece, Clara Sims. Uh, And last he knew she was working in Soho. And that's basically all the information we have. We have yeah. a we have a photo. He passes a photo over to her too. And and he's very 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 condescending. Like uh, he, he's yeah, very, he's in a hurry. Like, he thinks he's very important. Yes, and this is not something that a lady should right. even be oh, involved yeah. with. Oh right, you know that's just is, like assumed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yes, no, he's very it's, condescending. It's, there, there's the general, you know. Of the entire era, but he's like even more so. Yeah, maybe, like he, very. Specific. He's angry that he has to talk to a woman. Yeah, yeah. About such nonsense about finding his niece. Like you're trying to find a woman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we have a flashback time here too. Yeah, so yeah. I really love the flashbacks uh, because. Henry reminds me a little bit of my own dad in a way because he's a very cool dad. He was like he basically told her when she was little, that she can do anything and be anything and be smart and wonderful and, like, this is all fine and dandy. So in this flashback, we see Henry is giving his daughter a little lesson in poisoning. Yes. They cover laudanum and arsenic. Arsenic for death. Yes, and chloroform. Yeah. And we find out that arsenic is only detectable using the Marsh test. Yeah. And then Henry names the frog that they had practiced on (laughs) after her teacher, Miss Dawkins, Dawkins, because the (laughs) resemblance is uncanny. Like, it's just so cute. They bond bond over it so easily. And then the frog escapes and they laugh and it's just, it's adorable. And I I like the fact that they're bringing Henry, that character back. I mean, because he's dead. Even though he's dead, yeah. But like, that's a a reoccurring thing throughout the series where like she always has either the flashbacks or the memories. Or she's talking to to him him in her mind. she would imagine. He, yeah. how he would be. Yeah, so she, so. they're obviously very close because she knows exactly how he would respond. It feels very authentic. Yes. Um, anyway, so we have that little flashback and, you know, this lesson in poisoning comes in handy later. Okay. Uh, and then she sets out in search of Clara. Mm-hmm. So um, heading to Soho. Yeah, I think, I assumed it was Soho. They don't actually say, I need, I need a ticket to Soho or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> Um, Ivy tries to stop Eliza from going out. It's not proper. No. So Ivy is also kind of a foil to show what time we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, venture, venturing out at night, it's not It's not right. So Eliza's just like, I'll call my own cab then. She's determined. She needs the money. She re- reiterates to Ivy, it's, like, this is our only way out. Yeah, she's not just doing this because she's pursuing her, her, right, her dream. Yeah. Her, what she wants to do. Her it's, passions. It's, yeah, it's, this is, it's like, financial. we need to figure out how to pay yeah. the grocer so that we can buy some money. I mean, yeah, buy some money, buy some food. Um, so she is out and her child informant, I think it might be the same child. I'm not certain. I'm not sure about that either, but yeah. But she has another child informant. It might be the same child. Uh, he takes her to see the Padre, who is a street pastor, essentially. And they show him the picture of Clara Sims and said, like, do you know where she is? And he says, trust in Moses. Yeah. Like that. Trust in Moses. Drops a coin in. And then he keeps preaching. Yeah. She drops a coin in. 
uh, her child informant steals all the coin and runs away. Yeah, as she's walking, <laughs> as she's walking away, and so. she she knows about it too because she's kind of smiling. It's it's kind of cute. And, and yeah, <laughs> but the, the 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 Moses comment as a first time viewer, I'm like, okay, I don't see there unless there's something that that um, that directly like I didn't right. that, what information does that give her like I mean obviously he's an, an individual in the bible but like right like, we don't know exactly how that ties in later because I'm re-watching and I'm like Moses yes Christina was very I excited love about, Moses. about <laughs> Moses so so a character to be to be seen to to be determined yeah uh so Eliza heads to this bar slash I guess brothel there's ladies yeah. dancing on the stage it's very improper I'm sure that these ladies are dancing place and, of ill repute like showing their ankles and knees scandalous <laughs> Yeah. And uh, oh, she, she gets like accosted on the way in too. Oh, like, well, she's she gets shoved through. around. Yeah, yeah, someone actually tries to like, and she has to like fight him oh, off. Oh, yeah, but she she handles herself. Yes, fine. as she would. <laughs> but yeah, she does. She's like jostled around. She's accosted. She ends up at the bar, and oh my gosh, the one-eyed girl one-eyed, is there. One-eyed drunken lady. And she's like, I think I remember you. I never forget a face. And I think it, you. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I remember you. <laughs> and Eliza's just like, oh, awesome. Do you recognize this woman? So she diverts it yep. really smoothly. Really quickly, yep. Um, and the girl says to ask Moses, he'll know. So she found Moses by accident, And that's, that's the connection right but there. That's the, the connection. Uh, and Eli- she looks up and there's like a basket like with yeah, like there's a money, basket, I guess, going up like or something. Basket guiding going her up, upstairs. Yeah, that is where Moses back. is. There's Moses <laughs> up there. So uh, Eliza heads upstairs and we hear Moses in the background. He's so rude. He's like screaming at the girls. Yeah. But the girls are all like laughing and be like, don't get so worked up. So obviously he's more bark than bite. (laughs) Eliza knocks on his office and he just says, go away. Yeah. And I love it. Uh, Once inside his office, she tries to bribe him for information about Clara, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't he doesn't like this. His job is to protect the girls. And this is the uh, is this the first time where he uh, she calls him Mr. Moses? Oh, oh, right. She calls him Miss is Mr. Moses. Mr. Moses. And he goes, it's just it's Moses. It's just Moses. <laughs> I'm not going to do the accent. I'm really bad at this. It's a Jamaican <laughs> accent. And apparently the actor I've read online is not good at Jamaican accents. Oh, too. wow. I would never have so known. I, I would not I, have I'm known not either. I'm not an expert. So. <laughs> but so yeah. I saw it somewhere where people were just complaining about his, his bad accent. Okay. It's believable to me. It's fine. I lose myself in his character. <laughs> Um, he says money first and then she hands him the money and he's oh, like, and now he's, get out. He snatches, oh, like he snatches all the whole of it, purse. The whole purse. Yeah. She take, he takes all her money. And then is not going to give her anything. Right. Like, thanks for being here. <laughs> good, good day. Good day. See yourself yeah. out. Uh, but that's all her money. Yeah. So, uh, she gets he's, a gleam he in her goes, eye. He, she, she kind of walks away and she goes, mm, I have an idea. And uh, she goes, I'm sure we can come to an arrangement. And he says, you're not my type, too skinny. And she's like, I wasn't going to suggest anything untoward. And then she pauses for a moment. And that's and where then the she goes, yeah, 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 that's right. And then she goes, why don't I show you what it is a skinny girls can do? And she walks over. And she right, saunters over. Yeah, saunters. That's <laughs> yeah, right, right in front, in front of, him. of him. And chains him to. A radiator quickly, handcuffs him. She reaches into her pocket. Oh, yes. And, See, and pockets, pockets are important. Pockets, very and dresses. important. dresses. Please give us pockets yes. and dresses. Okay. So grabs, has handcuffs, right. which we didn't know about. And then just like, <laughs> bam, radiator. I think it's a radiator. Yeah. He's chained up. He's not happy about this No, but he either. still has the purse of money. <laughs> he does. So he has that. She's off to the side. And right. then she. And he's threatening her life. Yes. And um, she's looking. She looks around and she sees turpentine. Yep. And lots of fire. Yes. Lots of flames everywhere. So she, her analytical mind is putting two and two together that I can use this. I, I can use As leverage. This. 
Yes. And she threatens to set his office on fire with the turpentine. Which we know is a bluff. Which, but Because right, she's in the office, too. But yeah. I guess she could get out real quick because she's not changed. Well, also, we, we, would, we would hope that she's the kind of individual she's also, who There's money in there this. that yes. she would want to grab. But um, he doesn't know that. Right. And she threatens to set his office on fire. P- terrible death. Apparently, turpentine makes a lot of soot. Did not know that. So I guess this is the thing I'm learning yeah. as I'm watching. And um, he throws her her purse. And basically, he says, I'll hunt you down and kill you. And she goes, a man who drinks as much as you is too lazy, is far too lazy. And he goes, I think I like you. And she says, good, tell me where Clara is. So she got exactly what she wanted. There are many moments in this show where there's the expectation is set up and then you're, you're, you're duped like that, like that, that line. And and this is another good point where (laughs) we kind of skipped over a little bit, but like the dialogue throughout this entire show is so good. Yeah. There's really good banter between mm-hmm. uh, William and Eliza, between Moses and Eliza. Yeah. I mean, there's like, it's just a really Everyone good... Everyone on the show is very smart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and quick. And like, there's good jabs, yeah. like verbal back and forth. So yeah. um, this is a good example of that, where you're expecting <laughs> one thing and then Moses is like... He's like, I think I like, I like you. you. Yep. And this is what, that line where he goes, I think I like you. I'm like, I love Moses. I <laughs> that love was that Moses was it right there? So much. Yes. That was the moment I fell in love with Moses, which will be an over overarching theme for three seasons so i hope you're ready for me to talk about how much i love moses and there's another spoiler because that moses is around then for three seasons that is another spoiler yes (laughs) you've probably watched all three seasons it's fine so this is how i when we get to season two or season two when we get to episode two yeah we'll talk about that okay yeah 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 so um he uh, he apparently tells her where clara is because she immediately goes downstairs And and she's, oh, she's getting like, like, she's getting like, uh, like daggers oh, thrown yeah, at her. Oh, yeah, they're throwing knives at her. Yeah, she's, she's not happy about it. No, she's very scared because the, the guy's drunk. Yeah, which he so. doesn't seem drunk. Like just, well, he's, he's pretty she, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. she knows. She knows he's drunk. Uh, Eliza introduces herself, says that her uncle's trying to find her. They sit down um, and have a drink, mm-hmm. kind of talking about things. And Eliza's obviously not a drinker because she takes a sip and she's just like, oh. Yeah, no. Um Eliza, this is when the police arrive. They bust in to arrest all the prostitutes Mm -hmm. and uh, examine the whores. I hate that word, but that's exactly what they say. And they are, Eliza and Claire are both arrested. Well, Claire escapes. Oh, that's right. She 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 manages to get out. She manages to get out. She manages manages to to actually get away. Uh, but Eliza is arrested. No, Eliza mistakenly gets, gets arrested. She's taken in and they're getting ready to perform their exam and Eliza just goes I'm William's favorite whore yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> name drop name drop the, the chief inspector right the, the, the police Scotland inspector Yard. yep so uh, they don't do the examination but they would have they would have she had she not name dropped yeah so this is just another uh, window into the time of right. awfulness yeah. for women in this, yeah. this so anyway I, so she she uses her her, her wit to she to, uses her connections yeah. to get out of trouble again William teases her about it and says, I didn't know one chaste kiss made you my favorite whore. And and we get it. Oh, yeah. That's how we find out that they are childhood friends. He kissed her when she was 16 16. Mm -hmm. and consoling her after her dog died. So we know that they're longtime friends. He gets the dog breed wrong. He does get the dog breed wrong. He says poodle or something like that. Yeah, and it was a Jack Russell. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. But like that's another example of like good dialogue. Right. Really good dialogue that that lays the foundation for the relationship. Every, every. Very quickly. I, I'm going to yeah. say this a lot, and it's it's, it's the show is so <laughs> deliberate. Everything has a purpose, and not like it's just it's very well crafted. 
I like I like the yeah. craft of shows. I like how things are put together. It's I lose myself in this because it's so perfectly thought out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so she thinks they're leaving, like on their way out, and she goes, "Wait, this way's not the exit." Yeah. And he goes, "No," and he locks her in jail for the night, and she's just she's upset, and he's like, "I'm doing this for your father, like to protect you because you keep getting yourself into situations because." Basically, you keep poking your nose in my men's business is essentially yes. the overarching arch, overarching arch, yes. whatever of this. So she's unhappy and we're going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the reunion mm-hmm. of uh, Clara and her uncle. Welcome back to Postscript. Uh, we were just talking about how Eliza was in the jail cell uh, overnight up. and uh, we're picking up there. Yeah, we're going to pick up with her release from jail. Uh, She is going to meet Mr. She immediately goes to meet Mr. Winters at the Cavendish. um, And he's mad at her because he found out her dad is dead. Yeah. And he threatens to take his business to Gill and Sons. But because Eliza is so quick, Quick. she says, your your niece has different colored eyes uh, and information you failed to disclose to me. And he just quick turns and he's around like, like oh, oh, you found her. Already. So she now has the leverage. So capable. And she says, I demand half my fee up front. Mm-hmm. And on that condition, my fee's also gone up. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to make money on this because he's a condescending jerk. <laughs> uh, so Eliza meets Clara at her office. She... That's where she mentions that Clara got away because of a nice swift kick yeah. that the officer will not forget about anytime soon. And she mentions, uh, Clara mentions that she had been captured before. She oh, actually right. knew. So she was, she, she had didn't been want to captured do that again. and examined yeah. and accused of all of this before. And, you know, it's a forced yeah. genital exam, probably. Like, yeah. even ones that you go to now as a doc, with, like to see a doctor, they're no fun. No. So, like, to have them forced on you is awful. No. Um, so Eliza meets Claire. She goes, well, you can't meet your uncle looking like that. And they have this little bonding moment, girl thing, like, I'm going to fix your hair. And so she's fixing her up. Claire is telling us about her, uh, terrible husband, Joseph. Yes. And how they were bonded by heartbreak because he lost his first wife in the sinking of the princess Alice. That's right. Yeah. And this is kind of when Mr. Winter comes in and immediately Clara goes, that's not my uncle. That's my husband. That's the that's the reveal. And And, you notice something. Yeah. Okay. So so when I first saw this, like, again, the the show is really well put together, like great production value, amazing, like angle shots, (laughs) sets. Everything is is really, really polished. Mm -hmm. And then when Alfred Winters, Alfred Winters, I'm air (laughs) quoting, uh, like walks in and into the, the like. I was like, wow, his beard looks really like, <laughs> like, like they didn't put a whole lot of effort like in that's that. That's a really fake beard. Yeah. I was just thinking like the show just like was scrimping. But right. here, here we find out that no. No, it is a fake beard. It was deliberately bad. <laughs> deliberately bad. And like he just pulls off the fake beard like, aha. I don't know if it's because I always watch without my glasses on, but I have watched this episode at least three times. And at no point did I ever notice that it was a fake beard. Yeah. I did not see any sign that it was a fake beard. It was just too, it was too like, 
Uh, it was like it was connect where it was connected. It was too. It was just. It just looked it was weird. Just, it was just off. Maybe it's because I don't have a beard myself. Oh, maybe I, maybe I, I do have a beard. If, I, for those for those who are listening and not watching right now on yeah. YouTube, I, I do. You have know a, beard. a real beard because you have yes. one. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, so it was it was a fake beard. He was right. he was he was going to trick uh, Eliza's father from the very beginning. Right. Like this was a whole long con job. Yeah, and like I don't. So that got us talking. Like, why was he wearing a beard? Because. Eliza or her dad would not have known who he was. But he was pretending but to be older. It was like, older. was it just trying to appear well, older? Because Clara wouldn't have come if if it was if it wasn't her uncle. I think. Well, that correct. Was, so that was. But she didn't see a picture of him or anything. I know, but it was the the like Eliza's father or Eliza in this case were the ones who communicated that it was the uncle. Right. So like they had to believe that it was the that uncle this in was order an for older Clara man to come back. Who so was her uncle? Yeah. yeah. I, there's there's a few <laughs> uh, I have again I've only watched the first two episodes, but there are a few instances where you're like you're like, okay, they had to do this for the plot. Right. So for a, the big reveal. Yes. And it was a big reveal. It was a big I was like, <gasps> Yeah, what? and I was like, and I was like, aha! <laughs> I knew it. it that was beard. Fake beard. Okay. <laughs> um, so we find out that her uncle actually died like a month ago, and her husband found out like a week ago. Yeah, and and that's when he went on a quest to find her to get the inheritance, right? Because he wants to lock her up in an asylum. The official term is moral insanity, and he can get this from a doctor because a wife who runs away to become a whore, which we know she is not, because she she, she da- established like that, like, her. no, she's, yeah. she does not sleep around for money. She's not a prostitute. She's hauled off to the asylum. Yeah, he had men waiting. Yeah. And All she says, his plan. yeah, he, it's so gross. He's the grossest. That's why he's so condescending, because he's the grossest. And, um, yeah, Clara says, I hope the money was worth it. And Eliza promises to get her out. But, yeah. I mean, women have absolutely no authority in this society. So this is almost an impossible at this promise. Point, at this point, I'm like, oh, no. Like, yeah. I don't know how Eliza's going to get this turned around. And then, I mean, Joseph finishes paying her and she does not look happy about no, it. No, no. But now her bills are paid. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the silver lining in this, this oh. horrible situation. Uh, we. This is when we have another flashback to her and her dad. We see Eliza bloodied oh, yeah. Yeah. after a fight at school. Mm-hmm. This kind of establishes like her dad have, having some regrets about him kind of building her up and basically making her think she can do anything. Yes. Uh, we find out that she she they asked her at school what she wants to become when she's older, and I mean probably the only acceptable answer was teacher or mother in the Victorian times, but she says she wants to be a police officer. And Arabella, her bully <laughs> and the teacher's pet, and spoiler, long game introduction, uh, uh, Arabella tells her she will never be anything more than a motherless pig, which I mean, holy heck, that is some mean stuff. Yeah. Uh, Henry is mad that he's filled Eliza's head with fanciful ideas of ever possibly becoming a police officer because a woman police officer never. But when he hears that insult, he even he's taken aback. He's yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. He feels you need to throw down a little bit there. <laughs> yeah. He. I think he understands why she's bloodied. Yes. But he also is mad at himself for even filling her her head with the idea that she could become that possibilities. Yeah. Eliza wants to change the world. Yes. She's like, well, then I will change that. And he just he feels bad, and he says, no tears, or there will be no supper. And she says, you always say that, and there always is. And I, I cry it's because it's just moment. a sweet it's line great. between them. 
<sighs> I love her dad. I love her dad so much. Uh, anyways, so after that flashback, I guess this is just to make us feel sad because I don't think there's really much in that other than just her perseverance and persistence of yeah, wanting to do it's this. Char- it's character building, which is good. It's important. Yeah. Um, we, we are going to redeem ourselves uh, with genius and theft. That's my notes. I said okay, genius, genius and, and theft. theft. Okay. <laughs> Eliza goes to visit William for help. And of course, he is not quick to give it. He chastises her for putting herself in harm's way um, and shares. But he shares that Joseph has a mile long rap sheet and she could have gotten herself in even worse trouble because yeah. he's a dangerous man. And she goes, can I see that file? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and William refuses. And she, he says, just stop sticking your nose in a man's job. And he tells her to back off. Uh, she pretends to feel faint. And he goes off to fetch the smelling salts for her. And, like, immediately I'm like, she's going to grab that file. Yeah. That's exactly what she does. But instead of sitting there and Not reading only, it quickly. Yeah, yeah. That was just she what I thought. She just stands take, up and goes. She just takes it. <laughs> this like, is our opportunity. Yep. And, and we, all, we almost, we quick cut to uh, her back at her house. And, like, yeah. William's, like, he's like, banging, banging on, on the door. He knows immediately. When he like, comes back and she's missing, he she, knows the file's missing. And she's had time to digest it, looking She's going through this file. She's reading over everything. Um, And she finds something. So she goes to visit the Cavendish and lets herself into Joseph's room. Yep. And we find out. He's like, how did you get in here? She goes, oh, the maid gave me a key. Called in a favor. And he's like, well, I'm going to speak to the manager. She's like, "Mm, that's where she got the key. So that he, she wouldn't tell his wife that they were having an affair. So she knows how to work. And and this was just a, a glance that was ha- that happened earlier in the episode where she was waiting and she just looked over and just saw this interaction between the manager and the, the maid and just two and two together. Put she two knew two what together. Was, and then she used she she has Can she works with leverage. Key? Oh yeah, no, she she's very scrappy. I would say she's a scrappy person. Yes. Like she puts two and she uses whatever she can in her arsenal to get what she needs to get. Uh, anyways, she says, you, uh, you lied to Clara and he, he's like, what are you talking about? And she said, well, you were in prison when the princess Alice sank. He's like, well, what difference does that make? You said it yourself. My wife died. And she goes, except your wife didn't die. Whoop. What? There we go. Here's your wife survived (laughs) and he is a bigamist. I like how she just goes, and you are a bigamist, like very calmly. (laughs) And that means his marriage to Clara is not legally binding. So he can't throw her in an asylum. She can't run away from a husband that she's not really married to. And he doesn't get the inheritance. Yeah. And this is the out, which then puts Eliza in a situation because she's in a room with a man. Right. Alone. uh, Dangerous. Yes. Yes. And he grabs a scarf. Yeah. And she goes, interesting that you're choosing strangulation since that takes quite a bit of strength. And he's just like, "Hmm, what? She's like, the police are downstairs waiting for you. And he kind of hesitates for a moment. He goes, you're lying. I don't see any police cars. He goes to the the window window, and says, I don't see any police cars. She goes, well, they're around back. They didn't want to alarm the guests. So we know she's lying here. Yeah. But it buys her some time, which is important because... because... We find out that he's slowly losing strength because she put a little laudanum in his coffee, which the maid also allowed her to make. Which we, <laughs> again, was talked about in the initial flashback with her and her right. father. And it's, that was like, again, you know, this is a very... perfect balance of not killing somebody yes. with poison. And it was, it was 
not only did that that flashback earlier uh, build character, like you just establish how how their relationship was, but right. it's also useful information. Right. He was sharing then, useful information for the career that she would like to have. It's by a the very way. <laughs> it's a very tidy script for yeah. the for the first episode, and I really I, I love a well crafted story. <laughs> so this is very very good. Yeah, so, so he, he just collapses. He on collapses. The floor. He just like the laudanum finally cl- kicks in. Yeah. Like you're waiting, and then he just stumbles and falls. I don't know if it actually works that quickly, uh, or if it's more like I, I fall I, asleep. I wouldn't know, but yeah. but anyways, in the, in the episode, it worked that way. So. <laughs> this is this is when she actually calls the police. Yeah, and she's, she's, she's out. Yeah, he, she said she was like lying about the rest, but like that yeah, last that bit. part I was not lying yeah. about. And William, <laughs> and William, and William is they're downstairs. They're like he's like the. You know, he's getting like the the bad guy's getting carted away. Yeah. So and like then William is not happy with. how. Oh, no, because she broke many, many, many laws to do this. Yeah. She stole police property. Yes. She poisoned a man. Yes. And she broke into his hotel room, essentially. So there's a lot of rule breaking. He basically says, if you do this again, I'll have no choice but to arrest you and put you in jail. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, she's. She's like, well, it's a good thing that I, I poisoned him so heavily because it took you like 45 minutes to get here. <laughs> again, again, good banter. Good banter back uh, and forth. But this means Clara is free. Yes. Clara is free. She's independent and she's wealthy. The only thing that women can possibly do in this country is to have, I mean, in this situation, it's to have the money to live independently. And I love the shot of her walking out of the asylum because she's like, there's uh, the framing and throughout the series, like the the, the camera work on the oh, show yeah. is so good. And like, there's like a, it's like symmetry. She's walking out of this dark Oh like, yeah, she's entryway. like perfectly centered. Exactly, perfectly centered. This. And it's just like, it's just uh, the symbolic of her freedom is, yeah. is very... There's no one around her. No, she she is. And she I does, just she, realized that. And she, do, and she does this like she's like kind of she comes out of it and she kind of like looks up and around and she's like yeah. she's, she's she's like she's she's actually free. She's, free. she's truly free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eliza returns to her home. Rupert is there. Eliza's very excited about. I mean, not Again. Eliza. I, Ivy is very excited about this. She's yes. like she, he's a very wealthy man. Yeah. Maybe this is a good idea. But when uh, Eliza walks in, he's very uh, disturbed, and he's there to say, "I can't marry you." Which we don't know at first. It's, right. it's a bit it's of a, it's a bit of a, 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 like a delicate a, dancing because neither yeah. one of them wants to marry each other. So Which they're we, we find dancing out. around it to be polite. Initially, I thought that he was just uncomfortable just to be there, but yeah. I thought that he was going to ask. I thought that it was like he was going to propose and it was going to be awkward. His mother wanted and then him to. It was, it was another one of those situations where the dialogue was heading one direction. And then like it even though he a, was relu- reluctant, I thought he was going to propose. Yeah. And then he just like completely the dialogue is switched. He breaks. He's yep. just like I. Can't Cannot marry you. Yeah, and that's the reveal. That's what he was yeah. actually. That's where it reveals that he was actually like really anxious because he expected her to want him to <laughs> right. marry her. Right. And he's like, he's like, I'm the 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 reason why I'm nervous. Actually, he doesn't that say this. I, I is just that can't. He I can't marry you. And so they're both basically relieved. Yeah. Well, they are, and she she basically says, well, then that makes two of us. Yeah. And he's so worried about going back to tell his mother. That uh, Eliza turned him down, or no, that he that couldn't he, propose. That That's he what was that he was the one that decided not to yeah. marry her. And she's like, "Well, just tell your mother that I turned you down." He's like, "Really? You would do that?" <laughs> and so this is like the first little budding friendship here between the two of them. Is yes. like he oh. he knows he's a very wealthy man, 
and he offers to help her however he can as a very wealthy man. And you see her instantly go, I have an idea for you. (laughs) And that's that's the sponsorship, the the financial support. So financial support is very important. It's implied. Yes, it is. And it is implied (laughs) that this very wealthy man has given her the loan that allows her to do some upgrades to her father's office. She gets like new curtains. Just cleans things up a little bit. They're making some changes. William notices this as as we're not sure what they were changing outside. Yeah, because like the name is still the same. It's still still Mister Henry Scarlet. Yes, it's still her father's name. Yeah, I think I think they were attaching the actual uh, placard on the side of the like next to the door. That might have been the only thing. Because I think that you have to have that if you're like an official like detective agency or different professions had like different things next to their door. Uh, Like a license, basically. Exactly. Yes, that might have been it. I thought they were taking. Something off the door, but when the door closed, I, it yeah. still looked exactly like. I might have the to go back and look, Henry, but they were. I think they were putting Scarlet. like a. Yeah, I, I, I know they were. I think it was like they were doing something with the plaque. Because I thought I was expecting them to be etching yeah. off the the name or changing the right. name, and that was not that the case. did not happen. That's what I thought so too. And then when the door closed and it was and, all the same, it was just like. And William makes a comment about that. Oh yeah, it, he he mentions uh, no no miss. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, I still, she still wants to get business. So <laughs> yeah, like, she, that she, would just chase the business away. She, she wants to change the world, but she also knows that she's in the world. She's and pragmatic so, about it. Exactly. She's, she's making decisions based on like, well, how do I get people in the door yeah. to talk to me in the first place? So um, we also get after William leaves. Uh, oh, wait, before William leaves, oh. she asks him. Uh, about his murder case. That's yeah. right. Oh, oh yeah. There's a and, fall, like, the, 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 that man that you found yes. with the rash. And he's just like, she it was the wife. suggested it was the wife. It was the wife. It was the wife. <laughs> <laughs> Something I, I, I would have noticed the rash had I had time. To, I had not dedicated any time to the he case yet. He just hadn't yet. started like, He just hadn't yet. started it yet. Okay, William. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she solved the case for you. Uh, and then after he leaves, we have this little moment where she has a conversation with her dad. That's right. Like yep. this basically she... It's not the, his ghost. This is the first. This, this is, is the first, first where, like, she imagines him. Right. Being there. Like, it's not. A, it's not really a hallucination because it's all in her head. And she knows that. And uh, she, he says, "So you're really going to do this? This is where it like really feels like my dad. So you're really going to do this?" And she goes, "Do you disapprove, Papa?" And he says, oh, what difference would it make? You never listen to me anyway. And I'm like, that's my dad. <laughs> that's me and my dad. Um, but he's, he looks around. He's like, I like the upgrades. It looks really nice. But that picture needs straightening. And so she straightens it. She's like, anything else? He's like, mm, not right now, but I'm sure I'll think of something. And that sets the, the yeah. stage for the rest of the series because he does yeah. appear again for advice or feedback. or Yeah, just, he's just kind of impressions. a reoccurring memory that she she consults with him essentially yes. uh, on her cases, and th- it ends with "What will I do without you, Papa?" And that's when he, you know, he's not there it's anymore not in the office because he was all in her head, and that's that's the end of the show, which I thought was a really lovely outro that made me tear up that's every time I watch it. I tear up. Great way to bring it to a landing at the end. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we are going to cover episode two next. If you have any thoughts to share with us regarding this episode, future episodes, because if you've watched it before, send in your thoughts now. Like, why not? Feedback's always appreciated. <laughs> Email us at ps at witf.org. Message us on Facebook at witf.org or Instagram at witf.org. No dot. 
So I think that is everything. Do you have any closing thoughts on it? Like, I'm just kind of just make it, did it, you're so excited. I, I'm really looking, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to seeing more of the show. So like, uh, in yeah. a way, since I'm not watching ahead, I, I I'm, I'm, you're, you're I'm restraining yourself. Yeah. I have, I have not rewatched ahead, uh, because I want to remember before we record what's yes. happening <laughs> more in the moment. But so. yeah. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited that you're excited and want to watch ahead because I, I, this is one of my favorite shows. I, I love hearing that because I, I before going, I had no idea what, what this. I mean, I knew generally what the show was right. about, but I didn't know if I would like the show. London's and first I'm, lady detective. Yes, I'm yeah. very. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's that's essentially that's about, it. That's about what I have. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I'm looking forward to, to w- watching the show with you, with you. Yeah. Uh, just getting, you know, through through this, uh, you know, this yeah. this. this as the story unfolds, the characters develop. I'm looking forward to it. And I, I mean, I'm super excited about more Moses, which I've already (laughs) shared with you. And I spoiled a little bit of episode two for you, but I don't feel bad about it at all. No regrets. I really, really just love Moses. So, all right, we will end here and we will catch you next time for episode two. 